the Agile brand. Welcome to Season 6 of the Agile Brand, where we discuss marketing technology and customer experience trends, insights, and ideas with enterprise and technology platform leaders. We focus on the people, processes, data, and platforms that make brands successful, scalable, customer-focused, and sustainable. This is what makes an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advising Fortune 1000 brands on MarTech, marketing operations, and CX, best-selling author and speaker. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that my latest book, Priority is Action, Seven Principles for Better Strategies, Decisions, and Outcomes, is now available. In it, I give ideas and insights for leaders and teams that need to make meaningful progress on their priorities. After all, our priorities are what we do, not what we say we'd like to do. You can find Priorities Action on Amazon or learn more on my website, gregkillstrom.com. Now let's get on to the show. As any marketer out there listening knows, there's a lot to keep up with, from trends like generative AI to platforms and methods and new channels popping up all the time. There's always more to learn. So much so that some of the time-tested, tried-and-true channels often get overlooked in these conversations. One of these is phone calls. Uh, You remember them. It's what you did before texting, messaging, emailing, and all those other things you do. Yet phone calls remain incredibly important and effective. Today, we're going to talk about effectively using data to make the most of phone conversations with your customers. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Ryan Johnson, Chief Product Officer at CallRail. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. Super excited to be here today. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this topic with you. Uh, why don't we get started, though, with you um, giving a little background on yourself as well as your role at CallRail? Sure. So for about the last 15 years, I've been leading product and engineering teams from really small startups to some of the biggest Fortune 500 tech companies out there. I've always had a passion for product and building great product and delivering value to customers to really solve uh, real-world problems. I've been at CallRail over six years now. I started as the VP of product, really focused on helping scale the product and delivery teams, and most recently moved on to the chief product officer role, where I'm really focused on um, strategy, especially with the fast advancements in AI. On a personal level, live in Atlanta, have two beautiful girls. Uh, We live here with my wife and uh, love auto racing and taking my car to the track. That's my one extracurricular item that uh, is deeply ingrained in my blood. Nice, nice. We might we may have to talk about the auto racing thing afterwards, but um, the, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Welcome, welcome uh, to the show. Uh, let's um, let's get started here. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few um, four different aspects of customer phone calls today. So let's start by talking about lead conversion. Um, sure. So you know, to start there, how can businesses use data from phone conversations to identify and qualify high quality leads, and how does an organization do this at scale? Because, you know, doing this across a few people might be possible for an individual to do, but, you know, to do it at the enterprise scale, you you need some some more robust tools and even AI perhaps, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So I think there's a few different ways. You know, the real basics is, you know, what we kind of generically call call tracking, 
where it's allowing you to understand where those best leads are coming from. So it could be through the channel or the source. So think of Google ads or Facebook ads or a billboard and really being able to track that, you know, what we call a lot of times the online to offline journey. So they start their search online, uh, they decide to pick up the phone call and uh, call your business. And we want to make sure that you can attribute those best sources and channels and optimize those at scale. So for organizations that get, you know, hundreds or thousands of phone calls a day, if not more, being able to understand um, what drove those phone calls and then being able to optimize those campaigns so you get more of those phone calls is really the basics of it. Secondly, you know, you mentioned AI, obviously, uh, in, in 2024, we can't get away from that. Right. Um, and in our world, it's really around what's happening around the conversation to determine whether this was actually like a good lead or not. And I think this has been one of the biggest like untapped resources over the past couple of years is we have all these phone conversations. There's all this dialogue that goes on and how can businesses really use this to identify those best high qualified leads. And it could be from very simple things about the sentiment of the caller, maybe the questions asked, and even on the flip side, like what the folks that are answering the phone calls, the agents, what is their performance on this? And so we tend to focus our efforts on first speech to text. So being able to take that phone call, convert it to text at a very precise and accurate uh, way, and then running that intelligence on them for what's important to that business. You could have a 30-minute phone call and we're really busy individuals. We want to know maybe in two to three sentences what happened so that either you can take action on it or allow that data to run into other systems to improve performance. So it's been really exciting the past, I would say, 12 months because we've been able to analyze these conversations for many years now, but the tech just hasn't really been there. And I think with all the advancements of AI, what we're able to do and what we're able to glean from these phone calls at scale is pretty astounding. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, getting the, getting the data, you know, having the phone call obviously is where it starts, but, you know, getting the data, analyzing it is, you know, is, is a critical piece how then do you create a workflow to make sure that leads are followed up with, you know, so you identify that it's, it's a valuable conversation or the customer needs something or there's an opportunity there. What do you do to, to create that workflow to, um, you know, to make sure it's, it's capitalized on? Yeah, that's a great point. I think this is almost as critical as the, the technology to identify those. If you can't send that to the right place, like your system of record or what you kind of live in, it's really difficult, becomes manual, becomes frustrating. So really, you need to do this through key integrations, whether it's through you know CRMs, HubSpot, Salesforce, et cetera, whether it's through ad networks, or you're building on top of APIs or webhooks. The most important aspect is that you're able to get this valuable intelligence in the right workflow to optimize converting these leads into the systems that these businesses use every day. And we hear that almost all the time. You can show off um, the most amazing things with intelligence from a phone call. And literally the first question I always get is, okay, how do I get it into this system? How do yeah. I take action onto it? And it's it's kind of the, the, the third pillar you mentioned uh, with the data, then the, the insights and the conversation, and then getting it to the right systems 
really makes it magical. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, looked at lead conversion briefly there. Now I want to talk about, you know, let's look at this from the customer perspective and the, the customer experience. How can phone calls affect customer satisfaction and loyalty? And what steps can businesses take to ensure that their call handling processes are aligned with what customers expect? Yeah, we've known for some time, right? You and I have had both good and bad conversations right. <laughs> over the telephone. <laughs> and so we know the importance. And I think, you know, we tend to remember both the frustrating phone calls as and the super delightful ones. And so I think that, you know, the the conversations that are able to be unlocked with this new technology really help improve things over time um, for these customers to make it delightful for them and really understand how your people that answer the phone are talking to them. And it makes, you know, it becomes a really critical role in helping have the best customer experience possible. And again, the, the big thing is being able to do this programmatically at scale. And we kind of talk about this, it, it almost unlocks superhuman intelligence of what's happening on your phone calls so that you can, you know, make sure you're providing the, the the right responses and the delightful experiences that your customers want. Before we continue, I'd like to introduce you to a sponsor of the show, Partner Hero. Customer service outsourcing has long been available mainly to large enterprise businesses with long-term contracts and onerous procurement processes. Partner Hero is challenging business as usual and bringing the benefits of outsourcing to small and medium businesses as well as startups. With short, flexible contracts and fast ramp-up times, Partner Hero is making customer support outsourcing a viable option for small and medium businesses and startups. It's perfect for companies with seasonality expecting a temporary spike in volume or that simply need to scale up. And their focus on quality means your customers will get an experience that feels like it comes from your team. If you're ready to bring in outside customer support help for your company that feels like it's part of your existing team, check out Partner Hero. Head on over to partnerhero.com slash agile, that's partnerhero.com slash A-G-I-L-E, to book a free consultation with their solutions team. Mention you heard about Partner Hero from the Agile brand and the way of the setup fee. Before we get back to the show, I just wanted to remind you to hit the follow or subscribe button on your app to make sure you get notified when new episodes of this show are available. Now let's get back to the show. So, you know, we're, most most people listening to the show probably, you know, are working somewhere in the enterprise space and, you know, dealing with the kind of the things that you're talking about at, at scale. And and certainly AI can play a big role and other technology components play a big role. But, there, you know, that's not to discount the, the human role in all of this either. So, you know, where do you see that balance? Like, you know, what role does the human touch play in in the customer experience with with phone calls and how do you strike that balance between using technology where it's needed and and using that those human interactions where they can be beneficial to the customer i love this question because i feel so many people focus on ai replacing that connection right you know, we're going to have these agents do everything for us. And, you know, maybe one day our agents talk to other agents, AI agents. But at the core as humans, we we like to have conversations, we like to form relationships. And I think that if we use AI, I take a very um, rose colored view of this is I think it just can make the overall customer experience better. I think that 
you know, I, the, the example I always go to is I love when I call a business back and I have a completely different person I talk to. Maybe I haven't talked to them before, but I've had multiple conversations with them. And when they answer the phone, they know, hey, it's Ryan and he lives here and here are the services that we've done. And I don't have to spend any time explaining to them the history of why I'm calling or anything um, that has happened in the past. And I just love those interactions where you call a business and they go, oh, we see, you know, someone is out at your house and, you know, you you got this service last time. You mentioned that this was a problem before. Are you thinking about solving it now? Like, it just feels really magical. It does not feel scary to me. So I really don't want to repeat a story of, of my needs over again. I would love to kind of continue that conversation as if there was no break in that journey. And so I think that's where AI can really help out a lot is even make that more magical to be able to understand that like, oh yeah, there was a conversation with Ryan two weeks ago and this is what was discussed and this is what he's focused on. And, you know, maybe he was happy or maybe he was angry and you should probably know that the next time you get on the phone with him. And so I do really think it goes hand in hand and can really make that experience better for the the end user and really have that balance where you still have the human interaction, but AI is just making it better with that additional context. Yeah, I really like that because the it it, it is a place where AI can help with the relationship part of it. Because yeah, you're not, you know, in a huge organization, chances are you're probably not going to get the same person picking up the phone, you know, from one, from one day or one week to the next. But you know, that that's a place where AI actually makes it more human, because it's, it's kind of making up those gaps. I love that. Um, And so, you know, speaking of that, and, you know, speaking of the, the agents on the phone, um, and their, their role in this, how can businesses use call data to evaluate how those agents are, are performing? And, you know, what, what metrics should they ultimately focus on to ensure that, agents are, are meeting goals and just, you know, again, delivering on that, that customer experience. Yeah. I, again, with, with AI being able to really unlock more of the intelligence from the phone call that is just, you know, wasn't really previously great and is now dramatically better. You know, I think the on the metric side could be very specific to the organization, but I think in general, What's nice about utilizing this technology is you kind of do this in an agnostic way. So if you think of call coaching, this conversational AI can determine what the agent did well on, what they could improve on, what was the overall assessment over the call. Um, You can get very sophisticated with it. You can upload things like agent playbooks. Did they follow the script? And then did they do the X and Y? And it helps do this at scale. I think you see a lot of companies today, they will QA calls and it's just random, right? I'm going to pick a call every you know, other day and I'm going to have someone listen to it and I'm going to score it. And it's from a human that could have bias. You know, you can really unlock additional intelligence of like what should have been, for example, the next best steps that the agent should have took after that phone call. Could have been set up a follow-up email. Could have been call back on next date or or text recommendations during the call, and then certainly like basic things like sentiment and those types of things. You can really get uh, a good sense for helping improve the agent performance. And some of the feedback we've gotten at CallRail is you you we've talked to folks and they say you know what this is this technology in general is really great because 
as a sales leader or a marketing leader, when I give this feedback, I can, it, it's agnostic. It's not coming from Ryan anymore. It's coming from AI. AI doesn't know who you are. Doesn't, you know, they don't yeah. know the relationship, good, bad, and different. And what they really said was, was amazing is that the reg, the recommendations that AI provided would be very similar to the ones that the human provided, but now it's taken out of my hands. And now there's not the employee or or the agent that may, you know, that may not want that feedback because it's coming from a person. And now you have this kind of agnostic system that is giving those recommendations. And so I think yeah. of things like, you know, someone could tell me, hey, Ryan, on your phone calls, you talk too much. Well, you know what, Bob, you talk too much, too. <laughs> yeah. um, you're not going to have that argument with with this technology. It can can really um you know, get down to things to improve with taking the the human bias out of it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's yeah, that that it's sort of that objective source of of truth versus yeah, versus the the potential for bias or even perceived biases, you know, it's, could be could be just as maybe demoralizing to the agent or something, feel like they're getting picked right. on or whatever versus, yeah, AI, AI will pick on everyone equally. <laughs> so that's, um, well, and uh, I think it's both sides of it, right? I yeah, think yeah. a lot of the coaching with AI, you can be very specific and always make sure here are the things that went well and here are the things you could improve on. And I think sometimes as humans, we don't necessarily say all the things that went well, we focus on the things to improve on. So yeah. Um, yeah. Having, having AI be able to, to do that is, uh, I don't know, seems, seems exciting. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So last thing I wanted to talk through, um, you know, in addition to CX professionals, got a lot of marketers listening to this show as well. And so we wanted to talk about the marketing optimization component of this. So, you know, how can businesses and, and marketers within those businesses use phone call data to optimize marketing campaigns and improve ROI on, on marketing efforts. And, you know, what, what metrics should they be tracking to measure effectiveness of these, these efforts from, from that marketing perspective? Sure. It, you know, I think again, it's important to start with the call tracking basics where you're really determining the attribution of the phone call and then getting to like the next level of things like cost per lead based on those phone calls and, you know, getting into things that drove those specific phone calls. You know, if they came from SEO efforts, your team has been working on or something like Google, my business or Facebook ads or Google ads. So the first step is really understanding what channels are driving those phone calls and, you know, what are resulting in the best, you know, leads based on those and then optimizing those leads. So being able to take that data and go back to those systems and say, yes, do more of this because these are really good leads that are coming in from these marketing campaigns and the ROI is great. There are other things that you can look at through there, you know, from the basics such as, you know, answer rates, call duration, uh, time of day, you know, and and a lot of these things that have been around for a while are still very powerful um, to optimize ROI on those marketing campaigns. You could be, you know, spending marketing dollars and they're just sending phone calls at the wrong time of the day. And you'd be surprising, even this day and age, how many customers we will see that that say, wow, like even some of the basics data can can really help out. And then I think the next phase is really 
with determining the marketing effectiveness is like what lies within that conversation. Uh, what was discussed was an appointment set or a product sold. Um, what questions were asked by the person that called in? Again, all this data can be used to optimize marketing going forward. And we see, you know, interesting examples where they're taking the, you know, how people talk on the phone call to really optimize SEO copy and mm-hmm. and audiences and digital marketing that we wouldn't have thought of. So, you know, understanding like, wow, this is how our customers talk about or potential customers talk about our products or our business. Um, maybe we should update those things as we look at, you know, whether it's on the the digital marketing side or, or, you know, organic things like SEO. Yeah. And so, you know, you kind of touched on this, but wanted, wanted to dive a little deeper in, you know, as, as we all know, you know, customers are, they're channel switching, you know, between devices and digital channels and, you know, in store and phone calls and, and, you know, all, all of the above. And, and quite often many of those throughout the, the buying process alone, let alone the, the full customer journey. How do you look at phone calls and calling within this, you know, let's call it omni-channel marketing infrastructure? So, you know, how do, how do you how do you optimize phone calls in in terms of all of these other options that customers have, and when's the right time for a call and all that? Yeah, I, I think it really depends on your business, but I think there's a, a couple different ways that I think about this. First of all, I think it's really important if your if your business depends on inbound leads and specifically through conversations, like calls um, should be an important aspect to capturing the the attribution through the, the marketing journey. But I think a lot of times this strategy, if you think of, I'll give a simple example, is like a form fill. Many times we may go to a website or or somewhere else and you know we are interested in the, the product or service. And we can just submit a form. It's real easy. You start typing the form and you go, Noah, I just want to make a phone call and talk to them right now. I'm more excited now that you're making me type a paragraph. And so being able to see, oh, okay, did they actually complete the form fill? Did they place the call now? You know, maybe something was on a website to say, hey, text us because it's after hours and, you know, it will be in a queue for the next day. So I think phone calls are just a piece of this. Um, I think... You know, I, I view it as like the conversation where whether it's a phone call, a text message, a chat, you know, social messaging, they're all conversations. So how do we stitch that together and have that one customer journey so that we can take that data and, and flow it into a CRM and CDP? Yeah. And I think phone calls really help and become immensely valuable in in the other ways to personalize the journey you know, I mentioned it before, like during the call, can we detect what service or what was discussed or what concerns they have? And then through the other, you know, marketing touches they may have, they're retargeted with those things that they actually had an interest on. I always think of the example of, you know, if you you go to an exterminator and I had a phone call about mosquitoes and, and maybe the reason I didn't want to get the mosquito service right now is because I'm afraid of the the price. And um, typically after that stuff, you'll get retargeted. But I would love to be retargeted about what I discussed about, not about rats where I don't have a rat problem. I have a mosquito problem. Right. So I think you can use this in that like journey within the the omni-channel, you know, marketing infrastructure. And it's just a piece of that. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of 
marketers, they integrate with other, let's call it digital channels because they're, you know, I, th I think it comes to mind, you know, email and website and, and all those things kind of come to mind first uh, because they're, you know, they're, they're digital by nature, but you know, what you're talking about here is integrating the call, you know, the, the actual call conversation and, and de key details into that. And I, I think that gets, I mean, even at very large companies, I, I think that sometimes gets missed that yeah. um, there's a lot of valuable data and it's not actually with the right platform. Like it's not that hard to get that data. It's just not, you know, it's not maybe what a, what a digital marketer might think of first and foremost to integrate with that might be, you know, a social media traffic or, or something like that. So I, I think it's a really important thing to, to keep in mind. Yeah. Well, um, Ryan, thanks so much for, for joining today. Um, one last question before we wrap up, you've given a lot of great insights and, and advice already, but what's, what's one next best action you'd recommend for those listening that, uh, want to improve how they handle customer phone calls as a in, uh, integral part of their marketing and communications mix? Yeah, I think starting with the basics, like starting small, it could be as simple as, you know, recording and, and, and transcribing the calls to get a summary of the call and understanding, or maybe it's looking at simple things just like answer rate and call duration and how does that, how does it affect the quality of the leads or just tracking a specific channel, trying it with Google My Business or, you know, any other uh, networks that you may be, you know, having your business information out there. And so, you know, I always try to tell people, don't try to eat the elephant in one bite, start somewhere simple, build from there and, you know, get comfortable and, and you'll see the value very quickly. And then you can build on the more sophisticated things to, to really improve, you know, how, you know, customer phone calls are handled and how marketing is optimized, uh, optimized and, you know, all the fun intelligence stuff. So I say start simple and build from there. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Well, again, I'd like to thank Ryan Johnson, Chief Product Officer at CallRail for joining the show. You can learn more about Ryan and CallRail by following the links in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to The Agile Brand, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkilstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M. Com. While you're there, check out my series of best-selling Agile brand guides covering a wide variety of marketing technology topics, or you can search for Greg Kilstrom on Amazon. The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.